Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance... Stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Brakes? We can save you 15% on that. We have OE quality Duralask brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery. We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralask pads and rotors together, you'll save 15%. It's just part of what makes us America's number one brakes destination. Get in zone, AutoZone. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now... Let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. All right, we have moved on to week three, looking ahead to the uh, matchups, including the Giants and Niners that will play on Thursday night. Giants in a situation where they don't have Saquon Barkley, Mike, in that game against the uh, 49ers. Christian McCaffrey's been the best running back in the National Football League this season, but that's where we start. We start talking about running backs, and with the amount of injuries that we had in Week 2, now you start to wonder, all right, what starts to churn in Week 3? Are you satisfied with the guys that you had in your locker room, or do you maybe start looking elsewhere for other options because guys are available whether they're on teams or not? Yeah, this is where you know a guy like Kareem Hunt 
suddenly gets a look. We talked about it a little bit uh, last week of, you know, once you get past week one in terms of guaranteed monies and whatever, uh, you you can make some uh, adjustments as to how you go after free agents. But now we're getting into that, you know, not quite panic mode, Dan, but certainly you're, you're kicking the tires of what's still out there, but also looking around, all right, maybe another team's got a crowded uh, running back room or a situation like nobody understands with what's going on with Cam Akers. Right? Yeah. I, I'd love to do the background, you know, talking with Smith about it a little bit in the wake of the uh, Nick Chubb injury uh, on Fox Sports Radio on, on Monday night, you know, where you're scratching your head going, all right, I, I need to know what's going on in that, you know, with, with Cam Akers and, and his last 18 months. Because certainly he's a player that when he's healthy, he's right. He can take over some games and give you some chunk yardage uh, and keep the line moving. But why is he not your guy then? What is it behind the scenes that's causing the friction uh, and, and, you know, having teammates doing post-game pressers going, yeah, that was my guy. It's like, wait, you used the past tense. What's going on here? That whole – if you go back, if we just look at the Sean McVay era with the Rams, and I'm saying this as a Seahawks fan, I love Sean McVay. I actually wish Sean McVay was my head coach. Uh no offense, Pete Carroll, but if Pete Carroll moves on, like if Sean McVay wanted to coach the Seahawks, I'd love it. I think it'd be great. I think, by the way, it's probably going to be Dan Quinn, but that's for another day and another time. <laughs> the, I, I, I like Sean McVay a lot. But, Mike, when we, we look back at the handling of Todd Gurley, you know, remember, it's just everything was like so in the dark. Maybe yep. they were protecting the player. I, I, I don't know what the case was. Then you have Daryl Henderson hanging around there like he did. And it was Malcolm Brown was there for a while, thought to he be the number one guy. Yep. Yeah, right? But then here's Daryl Henderson hanging out. And then we go, oh, guess what? Now here's Cam Akers. And heck, we go to last season. And then there's Daryl Henderson's back on top again and we had heard rumblings about you know Kyron Williams but then guess who ends up emerging again it's the guy who didn't want to be on the team midway point like I don't know what's going on but I don't understand this drama with the running backs with that team and because it's not just a Cam Akers deal like the way that they've handled their running backs over the last couple of years just leaves me scratching my head and it also honestly leaves me to say don't mess up this Kyron Williams situation because the track record sure looks like you're about to at least at some point. Well, and and that's that's the larger thing. Is it the the new age? Is it truly the epitome of hey, they're interchangeable? So I'm not going to ride one, but unfortunately, there's going to be the uh, the mercurial, the temperamental side of it that you've got to manage from the people. Sure. Uh, part of it, right? Because everybody's looking to maximize their dollars and opportunity, right? Kyron Williams, uh, as you and I say, you know, look at things coming into uh, or out of week two, he was still available in about a third plus of leagues, but you're wondering how long, you know, the opportunity is going to be there. And I would think it would be bright considering what he did against the 49ers. And I think, by the way, I think for the next few years, you know, at least for this season, I think it's okay. But, you know, I just am like, what's going on? You know who else? I I even forgot. There was a Sony Michelle appearance. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, yes, yes. We've Uh, seen the highs, the (laughs) Super Bowl appearances and everything and the appearances of Sony Michelle. And now he is gone from our. Yes. 
But but yeah, just add him to the laundry list of curiosities, right? Are, are you just thinking that they're interchangeable? blow through as long as your passing game is right these guys can just come in and play as necessary so maybe they don't get the love and the hug like i'm trying to get into the coaching psychology of it as much as the x's and o's yeah i don't know what i don't and that's the problem is because like i think the 49ers play favorites like i think that they do i think that they played favorites with Brock Purdy and i i think they 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 didn't they didn't play favorites when Jimmy G fell out of favor. They obviously weren't playing playing favorites with Trey Lance. I I I just I feel like they they like their guys. I can't get a read on the Rams because I just don't know who they like because whoever they like ends up all of a sudden then disappearing off you know like the, the face of their roster. No, right. I mean, you know the the year that Acres was hurt when he blew his Achilles. I mean, he came back and then was their leading rusher in a playoff game that year. You know, like it just, I it, it's just it's it's crazy the thing. I, I I don't know how we got on this this Rams discussion, but when you started talking about it, it, just made me think of like, man, the last five years, I just don't know what is going on with Rams running backs. Well, I mean, and look at, through two weeks of this season, you've gotten a much better, cleaner effort from this squad True. than you would have anticipated yep. too. You know, when we talk about coaching him up, getting revitalized, McVeigh's dalliance with the idea of retiring in the broadcast booth, whatever. I mean, he talked with Jay Glazer a bunch on his podcast about it and trying to glean some insights, you know, into the psychology of it all, the burnout. And, you know, to some degree, I still would argue that maybe me and uh, you, perhaps Dan and some others kind of raised our hands going, well, you can't go out like that. Yeah. You can't be the super genius, win a bunch, and then have one bad year. But you also see how much different life is when Matthew Stafford doesn't look like he's in pain with every windup of his arm and every step he takes. Because last year, he didn't look comfortable. He looked like a guy that was ready to to just walk away. Yeah, now, He had a lot of monetary reasons and life and whatever not to as well as being on quarterback season two. But he looks like a guy revitalized. you got some young receivers. Obviously, Nakua is a guy we've talked about a bunch the last couple of weeks and targets and just being in the right space and timing and all just being there. So, I mean, as long as Aaron Donald stays upright, whatever, they're not going to win a ton of games, but they're sure as hell going to make it difficult on on other squads. And if Cooper Cup comes back at some level, like I've I've flipped 180 degrees on where I was two weeks ago. It's like, sure. all right, what 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 parts are we selling off? Now yeah. it's like, all right, you can play spoiler, screw some things up, but still have a high enough draft pick to move to the next level. And we'll talk a little bit more about the running backs and the injuries uh, later on in the podcast. And obviously, you know, you mentioned the, you know, we're talking about the Rams. They have the Bengals and Joe Burrow situation, one that, that we'll touch on as well. But since we are just got on this Rams thing, what did you think about the field goal with four seconds left to make it a seven point? I thought it was the deficit. most fantastic thing ever. You yeah. know, the line, you screw people over, or, or you also are, are, you know, Showing love to your backers, that's whatever exactly that percentage it. was. Yep, I, that's exactly I, and, and what I, I thought. And I thought that on the, uh, it's like, all right, well, you know, it was eight and a half or wherever, wherever it was coming in. It's like, screw you, we're going to kick this field goal. Yep. Yeah, I said it on Doug's show on on Monday as well. Like we've seen this so much 
in college because your boosters bet on your your team. Yeah. And your boosters are the ones that keep you employed as a college football coach. So if you aren't covering spreads and winning their bets for them, you're not going to be around that town very long. So it's it's a well-known thing in college football. It may not be of the NFL's liking, but Mike, if you look up into the stands and you see 65,000 49er fans in your home park, it can't be a great feeling and to know that your team just did about everything that they could to try to beat one of the best teams, if not the best team in the NFL. If there was just one little thing that you could take away to maybe, you know, snatch from them or make them feel a little bit worse because you couldn't beat them, that's what you do. And I think that's exactly what he did. Well, I yeah. mean, yeah, you got the betting side, you get to screw them over. And yep. let's face it, Hail Marys or whatever, screw that. I mean, Russell Wilson got lucky with one and gave him a nice stat line. Uh, and, you know, Sean Payton can say, hey, we, we, we drew that up beautifully, you know, because outside of his script, he's not doing quite so well uh, right now. But uh, when, when it's all said and done, yeah, you, you send some folks salty. Not only did you pay a bunch to come down to L.A., you didn't win your bet to cover the ticket price either. So beat Here's- it. Yeah, and here's the other thing about that, that that I wonder. How many people do you think drove down percentage-wise? Because I was, you know, I was talking with Nick Cope, uh, anchor at Fox Sports Radio. Mm-hmm. You know Nick from a lot of different broadcasts, whether it be for UCLA. Or, um, but Nick's a Niners fan, and uh, I think I can reveal that. And I said, you know what? I go, there's so many Niner fans in Southern California. You know, like I'm, I'm wondering like what what the amount was. You know, like if there no, were sixty thousand, I'm I'm like I go I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt I wouldn't doubt if forty you know to fifty thousand of those came from Southern California. Yeah, you know? well, I mean, because you also have the phenomenon of you know men, women of a certain age. Yep, Forty ers Cowboys, Lakers, and uh, you know the the Yankees. So there you go. Yes. I was going to put your bulls in there, but I didn't want to hit, you know, but you know how it no, is. It was, Just, yeah. yeah. I mean, look, they're still out there and the, yeah. you still see a bunch of bulls gear now now and again. No question. I actually ran into a kid on the street um, in his friends. I was at a stop sign and they go to cross street. And one of them's wearing a, a Rodman T-shirt and it is an old Rodman T-shirt. And he couldn't have been 15. And I was like, who in your family? Like, I wanted to ask him, who in the family is the Rodman? Is it dad? Is it an uncle? Is it a grand? Like, who, who's who got you that shirt? Because that is not, you know, a, <laughs> you know, made to look old. That is one I remember from the time in Chicago. So pretty cool that you still see some of that on the streets. But I, I would agree with you. I think you probably had a lot of locals. Here's, here's the other thing with uh, being a Niners fan. They really haven't struggled. No. Like that's the thing. If you look at all the the other organizations outside of the the Steelers and Niners, you know there really hasn't been a struggle. Um, I, I remember the Packers '80s, you know, and then there was the '70s. As of late, there hasn't been much of a struggle here and there uh, for that franchise. The same thing with the Niners. Like even you know a few years back when they had all the injuries, and then what happens? Well, they get the second overall pick and get Nick Bosa. Right. You know, like. Fall like, right into me? something big. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, all right. You know, that's like. Well, I had the number one pick and traded it in Chicago, and I might get the number one again. So there. 
that's that's true. Oh man! So take we, that. Maybe my uh, long-suffering self will catch a break. But no, uh, the the McVeigh story out of week two is one of my favorites, Dan. Truly, because um, it vexed yeah. and it got so many people mad. The same people that are you know shilling for any number of corporations uh, on the betting side. Oh, what? Why would you do that? It's like, why wouldn't you? Yeah, you know, Todd Furman brought it up uh, on on his uh, bit talking about you know if, if things were to work in a crazy world, right? Because the NFL, one or two injuries, Dan, you know, you know how quickly things can change. We got a couple mm-hmm. of teams that already have mash units, right? So we all the expectations can go asunder. What if things broke really crazily and suddenly the the Rams are in playoff contention? Those become yeah. tiebreaker things. Sure. I also wonder, you know, is that a reason why the NFL, like, put an end to going for conversions at the end of games? Remember when you score and time expires? You know, because if you could, you know, maybe you'd go for two, you know, like to try to cover. I wonder if they stayed away from Mm, that. I wonder if that was in any of their thinking. I don't know. It would probably be down the road. But, um, but yeah, it was interesting happening. Made week two interesting. Week two is much uh, more interesting, by the way, than week one was. So 100%. Let, yeah, for sure. Let's take a time out. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. It's the I Want Your Flex podcast. Hit him up at Swollen Dome. Find me at Dan Byer on Fox. We're going to talk some more running backs, plus what's happening in Cincinnati with the on 2 Bengals and Joe Burrow. All that's coming up next here on I Want Your Flex. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. 
Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> All right, as Mike said, uh, you know, Kareem Hunt was the name that popped up. Uh, hit him up on uh, X, Twitter.com, at Swollen Dome. Find me at Dan Byer on Fox. Kareem Hunt was trending on Monday night at one point. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, crazy that's where we're at. Be. Yeah, yeah. Do you think any deals get done? I think something gets done with Jonathan Taylor. Do you think this Cam Akers deal ends up playing through? I know that's where we were kind of going when we got sidetracked on the Rams, but um, – yeah, do you think any deals end up getting done? I think the Acres could. Man, I think there's enough guys kicking around veterans that might find their way to a new home. Hmm. But, you know, that in in terms of spending larger capital, I mean, most of the teams affected by injuries have someone in-house that that they can sure. make work and even in Cleveland Man, Jerome Ford looked like he, he's a guy that deserves a, at least another week or two before you mm-hmm. uh, hit any kind of level of desperation. Uh, and Pierre Strong, part of their, their lineup as well. So, you know, against a pretty good Pittsburgh defense, quitted themselves nicely. I mean, Ford had the big run, but otherwise still kind of churning a bit. So I, I think there's... Um, I guess maybe a, a little bit of hope. I'd, I'd be more worried about the passing game uh, and getting that going if I'm Cleveland right now. But, you know, the Jonathan Taylor situation, you know, as we talked about in the preseason stuff, Dan, I'm not convinced that Jim Irsay ever wanted to trade him or that he ever will. Yeah. I, I, I don't, you know, and I should have done research on this. He might not, but I think that there's one team that could be interested. One team that could really get a deal done. Okay. And I think it's Dallas. Now, hear me out. The The theory of, you know, Tony Pollard getting 25 touches a game is awesome in fantasy football. In theory. Yes. In theory. You talked about it on this podcast. You And, and for those that may have just be listening – Mike truly was one of the first people. He may have been the first person that I heard that was touting the talents of Tony Pollard. This was years ago before Zeke's wheels completely fell off. Mike was touting Tony Pollard. But we do know the strength of Tony Pollard is probably 15 carries a game. You know, five, six, seven receptions. 
I don't know if 32 touches is going to be the strength. And they just let go of Ronald Jones, who wasn't available to them at the start of the year. Um, I know that love Deuce Vaughn, but if you could put Jonathan Taylor um, on that team for what for the, what the first two weeks of the season looks like a Super Bowl contender, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't rule it out. Well, and I think that's the big thing to triple underscore there, Dan, is the expectations. You know, if they're always there for Dallas, right? It's it's always the all right. They look good on paper, and then you watch this defense go to work. And you don't have to like Zach Wilson. You just watched a defense that didn't stop, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the old uh, Simpsons meme and gif that you see all the time, stop, stop, he's already dead. They didn't care. Uh, they kept going. Uh, and, and that, I think, is is really where they're at. And Dak was efficient, right? Didn't overwhelm you with numbers, but 31 to 38, right? Completion percentage was crazy in that first half. And, and you look at the way things were clicking, what what could derail it? Suddenly having a giant absence in the uh, the run game, and and certainly for me, I'd love nothing more than being the uh, fire plug guy that I am to see Deuce Vaughn come in and be uh, a workhorse. But we, I think we all know that can't happen and won't happen. Not to sell him. Uh, ah, see, I walked into it. Sell him short. But the the <laughs> idea that that he would be able to hold up. I mean, I don't know. Right. I, I, I don't know. But I, I certainly if I'm Jerry Jones and I'm up in the, the booth and I'm watching this squad, I'm doing everything I can to make the preemptive move. Yeah. Yes. Tony Pollard, you're my guy. But uh, I need this room to be as good as it can be. And if that means I can go land Jonathan Taylor and and, and really make a splash, because if any owner really could make Jim Ursay um, come on board like Tell me the two of those guys, you know, couldn't have some yarns till four in the morning, sure, and maybe come to a deal. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, they they absolutely could, and it just it's it would make sense, I think, if you're the Cowboys. Now, granted, you then have the decision on what to do with Taylor long term. Heck, you have a decision on what to do with Tony Pollard long term as well. That's right. But the urgency of Jerry Jones trying to win a Super Bowl is just something that you can't deny and I just I wouldn't put anything past them and now it's funny because in the market Mike of teams needing running backs I also think you get a little bit of a bit of a sense of where your where your team is and you can't judge them completely against the Jets because of Zach Wilson being there but they've started out the year 2 and 0 they got a big road win dominating the Giants You get the Cardinals in week three, a game that you should win, and you should beat the Patriots in week four. Now you're 4-0 going into San Francisco in week five. Like that's, you know, it's it's setting up, and there's going to be matchups down the the way, but you can start laying those building blocks, and if you can get your offensive line healthy, the defense has been, you know, playing lights out. I just, I think that the pieces could be there for Dallas for something to watch. Oh, I I dig that. I I like the way you you set that up, because week five was going to be the... uh... The the week of uh, magic, right? Wasn't that uh, Jets ha- having a big matchup that week? Broncos, right? Because right? of the yeah. Sean Payton conversation. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. can't coach anymore, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, speaking of the scheduling, <laughs> you know, it's you know Monday night doubleheader again in week three. 
I went, you know, I, I'm not a fan. I went off on the, in uh, the pod yesterday. Yeah, just, you know, when when Bursch and I were, were hooking up, just I, I liked it when you didn't have games going on simultaneously. Like, at one point, we had two crappy games going on at the same time. Yeah, we did. You know, so I was looking for plan C. And king I of think Queens. I went, <laughs> that's right. Should be King of Queens. But, you know, we've got we've got Buccaneers, Eagles in Tampa and Monday in game one. And then an hour later, Bengals and Rams. And that's kind of uh, – and we'll get to the Bengals in a sec. But the marquee game in the AFC right now could be Dolphins-Chiefs, which is going to be in Germany in the middle of the season. Like when you think of, like think of that, <laughs> like how crazy, like we're gonna have Cowboys Niners, what a great game, and then you know a month later you could have this Dolphins team in their offense against Patrick Mahomes in their offense, and we're gonna give it to the Germans. I, I'm three quarters German, so I'm so you know I guess it's fine by me, but uh, crazy that that's what we could get in the NFL. Is it a make good for all the past games that have been trash? <laughs> Did they, did they, in extending the international series, did you know, they, I, they promise something of anticipation? I am so glad you said this because the, another international game, and this one's coming up in a couple of weeks, is Falcons-Jaguars. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's okay. also going to be the Toy Story game, right? It's the What? Is there a Toy Story? Is that the... So like they're doing a thing where the guy, they're gonna look like they're out of Toy Story, like some kind oh. of uh, graphics thing. Oh wow! I don't even like, know. Like I've that. seen a couple of commercials for it, like teasing sure. it. And Maybe. you know me, yeah. I, you know, give me some silly. Sure, sure. And, and if you're inebriated enough or uh, maybe partaking of other substances, uh, it might take on a whole other uh, component <laughs> for you there. One of the uh, one of the criticisms. When the Jaguars got the t- the team in Jacksonville in in the mid nineteen nineties was, you know the size of the city, the how they were landlocked by teams basically, and you are basically adding a third team in Florida in a part of the country that is actually really known for college football like that. It was you mm-hmm. know there was a lot going against Jacksonville, but how like. Atlanta and Jacksonville actually could be rivals because I would think that there would be Falcons fans maybe in southern Georgia. Sure. You know, like, so why not just keep that game in Jacksonville? No, let's move it all the way to London. You know, they only play every four years. You know, like it, it just it doesn't make sense to me, like trying to and maybe maybe I'm wrong. I'm not you know, I'm not from the area, haven't been in the area in a while. Maybe the Falcons coming to Jacksonville isn't a big deal. But I'm like, why not try to make it a big deal? You know, like do I, seems do, like do, you do, want to create these wherever you can. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it's not worth the point. Maybe I'm missing it entirely. But it was just like I'm like, geez, that actually could have been. And, you know, the Falcons two and oh, the Jaguars were one and one. But, um, you know, it could be a decent battle. I'm like, let's just take that game where two teams are relatively close. Not that Atlanta and Jacksonville are right next to each other. They're not. They're they're hours away. But when you're talking about the geography of NFL teams, you know, closer than anybody else pretty much for Jacksonville. And to ship that off to London was just weird for me. So, anyway. I, I concur. Right. I concur. But you know what? I, I celebrate all 272. From this past two weekends, I'm going to hope that most of the ones at the bottom of the rankings have already occurred. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, by the way, the drive from Atlanta to Jacksonville, five hours, 11 minutes. Oh, that's not bad. So. 
No, no. no so that's that, look, man. I drive two hours plus to soccer tournaments uh, every weekend. So I mean, that's pff, let's yeah. go. Like I just, I don't know. It's just, it just, just kind of just made me think. All right, let's talk about the Bengals and Joe Burrow. You concerned at all about what's happening in Cincinnati? Obviously, we don't know the extent of what's happening with his calf muscle. They got an extra day against the Rams. Um, yeah, what do you think about Burrow and the Bengals? Well, they're they're in trouble. They're in trouble. I mean, everybody keeps waiting for this this miracle cure. He didn't look like he was moving uh, terribly well. You know, I missed most of the preseason, and we chronicled all of that stuff, right? Another mm-hmm. preseason of, of misery. He gets gets his contract, and this is where it goes, where folks immediately, oh, he got his contract in this. Like, the guy's hurt. Right, he's got a bad calf, uh, and that's not going to go away. I mean, they, some of these injuries they linger, uh, and you, you hope that he, he gets right. But I don't know, moving up against Aaron Donald and and that defensive front, the way they've been getting after it the first two weeks, man, that's no picnic. So from a fantasy perspective, I was down on him for week two. All right, decent numbers, but. For week three and going forward, right now, if I'm, I'm a Jamar Chase owner, I mean, T. Higgins had his big breakout, so good for him. Uh, I know folks uh, were the beneficiaries of uh, a massive effort uh, after his week one performance probably got them chopped in guillotine leagues. Uh, he was part of a uh, an onslaught of uh, would-be performers that uh, didn't rate in week one. But going forward, it's uneven performances because you're not getting a ton out of the run game. Offensive line was one of the questions and concerns we had coming in, and now you got a guy who can't move very well. Yeah, it's it's tough sledding because the AFC is no joke. No, and I thought I actually thought it was a good sign that he was using the Theragun. I do, you know, I do I'm, enjoy the Theragun, Dan. Yes, I, I have one. I bought one for my daughter for her soccer stuff. Guess who stole it? Has it? Has you did? Oh uh, yeah, did. yes. Oh, it's good. Yeah. It works well on the calves because, you know me, I carry the weight of the world yeah. on my meaty calves. Well, so, you know, it hammers pretty well. When I go to the chiropractor, I, I ask him for, like, the real deal there one. Not, not the, you know, not the the rinky-dink one because, yeah, I want, I want you know, I want the best and it can deliver. But when he was doing that on his calf, I'm like, well, if the calf was injured, I don't think you would be putting a Theragun on it. it just, it, it's, I don't it, I sense that, you know, something was just tightened up on him. You know what I mean? Like, he limped off. Like yeah. He notice- it was noticeably limping. We know that for sure. Zach Taylor was not, you know, overly, um, you know, didn't let a lot of information out. No, on, he's been, on he's got really good at that. So, yeah. So, I just, but I, I just think I'm like, gosh, if you're putting that on your, on your calf or Achilles, I would have to think that was a good sign. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not trying to guess, and we'll know more when you do your, your rankings and at the end of the week, we hope. But still, it's a Monday night game, and it's going to be a wait-and-see approach. And um, the, I guess maybe the good thing, Mike, is because there are two games, you just try to figure out how your bucket – you know, if you can get Buccaneers and Eagles and Rams substitutes if you need to substitute anybody if Burrow doesn't play. Yeah, I, I think when, when you get down to it, you know, Chase and, and Higgins are still going to be – you know, back-end WR2s at their very worst, right, if yep. Burrow is unavailable. Uh, but I, I don't know that I'd be able to start him no matter how confidently. I mean, he can come out talking and, and selling me like he's Dion 
you know, selling the next Colorado game with the rock and a musical accompaniment. I don't think I'm jumping on board to start Joe Burrow in week three. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I mean, from what you've seen through two weeks, I mean, how do you trust it? Yeah, you don't, you don't. And uh, you had a giants Bengals Super Bowl. Was that it? Uh, I had the Giants and the Jaguars. So right Giants now, and the Jaguars. That's right. That's right. Because I, I know I had the Bengals. Six quarters didn't play. That's true. I had the Bengals and Niners um, you know, for like the the third time in Super Bowl history. I knew there was a cat involved in yours. I just didn't know which one it was. Well, you so. know, with Northwestern not winning any games, I had to go pick someone else um, to <laughs> show my allegiance to that. And I have an original Jaguars hat. Oh wow! From way back in the, I'll see if I can find it for you. It's in it's in a box. My my aunt and uncle, my my uncle, um, my dad's younger brother, a late uncle. He uh, that was my guy. Like they they were my people. I would spend uh, summers with them in Iowa and whatever. But he worked for U.S. Gypsum, and he was a plant manager. And he you know whenever they would start up a new facility, he was kind of the guy brought in to help get things running, good with people, good with families, like, hey, you know, you're part of a team. And, and at one point they moved in and they were in Jacksonville. And it was right when the Jaguars were coming to town, mm-hmm. uh, season ticket holders, like he jumped on board, right? Bears right. fan, born and bred, sure. south side Chicago and everything. But damn it, he was in a place that had a new team and he was going to be on the welcome wagon of – NFL's coming to this town because it was going to be big for all those people that were starting these jobs, you know, at, at the the U.S. Gypsum facility and whatever. It was something they could bond over. So I just remember we had a bunch of Jaguars gear, and I think I still have a hat that has survived. Oh, I'd love. I don't to think see it's it. ever been worn, Dan. I, I think it's it's In, just been sitting there so. yet, worn yet. Well, you might be on your head before long. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, but yeah, uh, it's it's a, it's a glorious color, and I just remember it was the cat head uh, oh, from back great. in the day. But um, nah, you know what? I, I I miss those guys terribly, and and you know for the podcast audience, you'll you'll love this because it tied back because I took the. Uh, the quick sell job um, of, of Dion and and the evangelizing, which I, I'm all for, right? Get in there and sell, sell, sell. Uh, but, you know, with Colorado's success, Cordell Stewart making the rounds, I've had some mm-hmm. opportunity to work with Cordell and stuff in the past. Uh, when my uncle passed away, it was after a uh, Bears game quarterback by Cordell Stewart. Uh, one of his daughters in the funeral uh, kind of blamed Cordell Stewart for having a piece. (laughs) And, you know, us being us, we all laughed. All his kids laughed. His widow laughed. My grandmother was looking at me and punching my arm, going, shut up, shut up. (laughs) And, Mike, uh, with all due respect to your wonderful family, if it wasn't Cordell Stewart that was going to get him, it was going to be the next guy. You know, that lineage of Bears no, quarterbacks. True. Next man up. Yes. 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 It was bound to be one of them. Is oh, Cordell it's an organizational just... failure. Yeah. <laughs> time sure and is. time and time. You can change the principles, change the coach, change the coordinator, change the. But, you know, Dan, remember we talked last week? What was one of the big themes out of week one that I had? Everybody's already pointing fingers. And, and more publicly than we've ever seen before, Justin Fields. Well, he called yes. that play. Oh. Called the same damn middle screen three straight times before was, it finally gets picked off for a for a pick six. To, do you side with Fields 
or or do you, like in terms of you can't call out you can't call out your offensive no, coordinator. He's, you no, he's that's such a dumb move. Yes, especially it is. when the videotape shows you clearly missing it, reads time and time yes, again. Correct. And say, eh. You know, there, there's several. It's like he took a sack or scrambled, uh, and you see wide open wide receivers that, you know, you can do the little thing with your um, yeah. cursor and be like, look, he's blinking, he's glowing, throw him the ball. Uh, but, yeah, the fields among so many others uh, across the NFL, it's like, what are you doing? Just take your lumps. You made a bad throw. You made a terrible decision. And move on. Yes. Behind the scenes, you want to throw stuff at a wall and call them every name in the book, have at it. It's too early in the damn season to be doing this. I agree. I actually agree with that. I am I am on point with you. And as a Justin Fields uh, supporter as I am, it made me cringe. I, I was like, no, no, no. It does, I don't think he, he's necessarily wrong. in a, Like in that sequence, he is. Mm-hmm. Don't throw the yep. ball. Yeah, you got to be able to see what Shaq Barrett's doing there, but in terms of the overall schematics of the Bears' offense, like I know you don't want him to run for eleven forty three again, mm-hmm. but saying hey, you're going to play within the tackles, and this is how we want to play play football, you're you're basically robbing robbing him of a lot of what makes him him. Yeah. Well, so. we'll see if they, he can be him in Kansas City in week three. Oh, they're going to get destroyed. <laughs> Spread's 13, Dan. I know, I know. There's a couple of du- double-digit ones in week three yeah, already. All right, so let's uh, perfect way to end. I didn't want to un- end on your uncle's passing so we can uh, no, end on the – No, it's a good story. The, it yes, made me oh, smile because back in the day uh, of all family – uh, near and far, my aunt and uncle were the only two that said, you know, this radio, writing, whatever, you should do that. You can oh. always get a job. Oh, that's awesome. Everybody else basically was like, no, 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 no. You worked, you know, school for this, that, the other. And they were like, go go take a shot. Oh, cool. That's great. Great. And I want to see that Jaguars hat. So. Oh, I'm going to go find it. I, got, I know exactly which uh, – bin it is in it's just uh well getting to it so we'll make that happen for sure but yeah a week three slate is, is gonna be a lot of fun i mean that thursday nighter matt burita time let's go he's mike Harmon. i'm dan Bayer. our executive producer is ryan bershinger hit bursh up at ryan bershinger hit mike up at swollen dome you can find me at dan Bayer on fox yeah week three is almost here we'll talk to you next time here and i want your flex Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, 
not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break. And consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 